and welcome to testify today again I have to apologize for the reason why it's been so long since I've posted I was dealing with some issues with my uploads where apparently something was said um, that was offensive to somebody and it caused me the ability not to be able to post so I apologize for the time frame however we are now back up and running I was able to address the issue and specify that this was a biblical truth so I had prepared uh, this week to do something on the the power of prayer, how to pray, how to be in God's word, learning to pray. But during this time, I was really burdened uh, by something, and I feel like God is asking me to put this forward on this podcast. So we're going to take a little bit of a detour today. During this time of trying to figure everything out with this podcast, uh, being able to post again and trying to figure out why what was being said was offensive. I was going back and re-listening to some of the stuff I said, trying to figure it out. And I started feeling this uh, anger inside where I felt that we needed to defend God, defend the, the word of God, and to try to make a place for it in our world. During this time, I really felt that God opened my eyes and made me realize some things. And uh, as I share some of these with you, it's going to be a little bit more uh personal experiences today, things that God has taught me. So bear with me as we go through this. Um, next week, we'll get back into what is normal, what has uh, been kind of a, a pattern that I've been using to do these podcasts. I realized it was not the right to defend the truths and the rights of being a Christian, the right of being able to speak the truth of God. Because it says in the Bible that the word of God can be offensive to people, that it can be uh, sharper than a two-edged sword. A lot of people don't want to hear the gospel because they know what they're doing is wrong. They know that there's this hole in their lives that they can't find anything else to fix. So when we come to them and we're talking about God, it really changes the way that they see us, the way that they uh, feel when we're around. And that is where the offensiveness comes from. It's not offensive to us. They're not offended by us. They're offended by the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus is so great that it really makes people uncomfortable because they know that there is a God. We can see in uh, James 18 and 19, this truth where it says, But someone will say, You have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that God is one. Good for you. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Now, it's really important here that we understand that we are looking at our faith with deeds. Uh, that's how we show our faith. But then it says that you believe there is a God good for you. Even the demons believe that and shudder. So believing that there is a God is not enough. And a lot of people in this world, they, they don't want to admit there's a God. They know in their heart that there is a higher being, a higher something but they don't want to admit that it is truly that God is the one, one and only God. As we can see here that the demons even know that there is one God. They believe that and they shudder. So our lives are so based upon knowing of a God or knowing a God. But it's not truly that we're changed until we know God. It's not enough to know of him. But we must have this personal relationship with him. This personal understanding of who God truly is. Now, for me, when I was dealing with this issue of the podcast and trying to figure out why I was being offensive to people, it really opened my eyes to realize that 
I was trying to make a stand for what I thought was most important. I thought that if I didn't make a stand for my rights, what I deserve, what I should be able to do, then God wouldn't be able to speak and reach out to people. But then I realized that God doesn't need me to defend my rights, my what I need, my desires. It says even when Christ was here on earth that he didn't even have a pillow to lay his head. He had nowhere to go, nothing that was his because everything that he did was nothing more than the desires of his father. You see, if our lives are so impacted by this relationship with God that we want to serve God, then we must first look at what God wants from us. He does not want us to fight against the authority, try to build rights for ourselves and make religion easy because God is not based around religion. He's based around a relationship with God. Now, understand that there, there needs to be a structure. There needs to be an understanding, which is what religion is. But if we take our relationship with God out of the church and we base ourselves on nothing but religion, bylaws, rules, things that we have to equal to, taking God out of the church and out of the equation of what truly matters here on earth. So if we want to look at what God wants us to do, and we want to understand what it means to be ambassadors for Christ, to be able to testify to what God wants, I feel we need to look at what the Great Commission is. I know it's a very common verse. It's a very common understanding from people. But I really want to look at it and kind of break it down a little bit. Find the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. It says that Jesus came to them and said, All authority is in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the end of the age. You see, in this we're told to go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything God has commanded us. It doesn't say anywhere in there that we need to stand for our rights, stand for the ability to do this. It says just to go forth and do. Now we know the story of Paul, where Paul was imprisoned for this. He was beat. He was just utterly broke down and abused for the name of Jesus Christ. He didn't stand up and say, these are my rights. I deserve to be able to say this. Instead, he said, God has told me to do this. God has given me this opportunity to go and teach so that I may make disciples and at whatever cost that may come to me, I will continue to do so. You know, it's really difficult sometimes for us to stand up and do this because we feel that we need to make a difference, make a stand. But you know, in, in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus says, and I tell you, you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, what's really big on this is we know that Peter's name is Cephas. Now, Jesus was not saying here that he will build his church upon Peter. Peter was a, a disciple. He was to go forth and do like the Great Commission. However, this rock that Christ talks about is a foundation. Jesus, when he came to earth, he showed us what it means to build a church. He showed us what it means to follow his father. And on that example that he gave us, we are to build the church. We are to continually 
tell others about God, that they may come in and they may be able to stand for what is true. Now, in the ending of this, it says, not even the gates of hell shall prevail against it. So if we're so worried about the world, we're so worried about man and how they can affect and impact our church, then we're not truly believing that when Jesus says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, instead we're looking to protect it from man. You see, man has no power over God. Man has no power to take away what is God's, what is the truth, what is the honesty that God gave us. If we're so consumed by trying to build up this church of understanding, this church of rights, this church of this is what we should be doing, then we are taking away the opportunity to spread the gospel. You see, our country was built upon these laws and these bylaws from the Bible. Even it was to the point of where the Bible was taught in the schools. Now, I know a lot of this is being removed. A lot of this is being fought against because it is an offense to people. And it is something that a lot of people don't want to hear. But it says in the Bible that we are not to take the offense of the people personal, but instead understand that this offense is against Christ because they don't want to accept what he did. But even if they don't accept it, we are told to go out and teach it. So we need to understand that it's not about what we do. It's about what Jesus did. When Jesus came to this earth, he died for our sins. He took away the punishment we deserved. That alone is what we need to be going out and preaching. That is alone what we need to be testifying to. We become too consumed with trying to build the rights of our church to make sure that nobody can come in and tell us what we're doing is wrong, that we don't have the right to preach, we don't have the right to teach these things, then we're truly losing what is important. You see, the gospel needs to be preached. The gospel needs to be heard. We are a light to the darkness. God asks us to go out and preach and teach the gospel. A church is nothing more than a building. The people in the church are what builds this church that Christ talks about. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We are safe in this mentality that Christ will always take care of us. Now, sometimes hard things will happen. Sometimes things that can be overwhelming will happen in our lives. But it says that God will never give us anything more than we can handle. So in this hard time that you face, in this hard time that comes against you, where you're being attacked for being a Christian, you're being broken because of something you said, just remember that God gives us nothing that we can't handle. And if people are offended by what we're saying, then only then are we truly preaching the gospel and the truth of Christ. If we weren't saying the truth, we weren't saying things that the, the devil didn't want us to, then there's no reason for him to send against us to try to silence us from, from preaching this word. If your mouth is filled with the truth of God and only the truth of God, only then will there be opposition against us. Instead of worrying about my right to be able to say what I want to say and to have the freest speech to speak about God, my heart is now consumed with the, the desire to preach the gospel, to do nothing more than spread the name of Jesus Christ because there is no greater name, there is no more power than in the name of Jesus Christ. So as we look into next week, I will be doing things a little bit different again, uh, bringing in some aspects that I hope were 
an encouragement to you. I hope that can be a build for you guys. Not only hear my voice next week, but I will have a guest coming in that is able to speak the truth of God alongside me. So I pray that as this week goes by, that your eyes may be on God and your mouths filled with his word.